Nothing Zoom version. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I, boom, boom. I assume this sounds like shit. And <laughs> <laughs> for that, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Ooh, we, have no idea. Flowing. We, we have no idea how this sounds. We're we're trying something experimental. We couldn't get any of our recording devices to work. Uh, mm. I am in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Chris is in New York, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, we are whenever we one of us tries to go off the grid well things tend to fall apart well i blame green bay for all our technical difficulties (laughs) i don't feel like it's that uh technically savvy there for some reason it's a it's just some biases i have of i I think that's the the midwest in in a whole like i think the Mm -hmm. midwest has to always feels dumb there's they're still using shortwave radio around there, aren't they? I hope so. Actually, I've met some pretty uh, pretty good people here. I'm working on an event. Mm. Uh, I'll be here for another five days, and I think there's a, there's a definite chip on people's shoulder. Like I did a tour of a live stream video production company. They're based out of Hudson Yards, but the owners from here. So he's building out this like ten thousand square feet like stu- like secondary studio. The company's called LiveX. Mm. And I was like, so why Green Bay? And he was like, why not? I was like, okay, sorry. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm like, yeah. well, because you guys are famous for bratwurst and cheese. Like, yeah. it's like, right. Does he uh, love those things? No, he doesn't. He's, he, I mean, I think that's the thing is everybody here is like, it's almost like an overcompensation vibes. Like, we're like, yeah, I mean, I get we're, it. We're doing, Everyone's, a, we're, we're a city too, you know? Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Meanwhile, Just you, pull into Wisconsin. The, you pull it to the airport. There's an actual arcade in the airport, like with a sign over it from like 1987. It says arcade, like functioning arcade games in a non, in a non, uh, like ironic way. It's just like the old arcades. So yeah. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Who doesn't love a good arcade? So, uh, I will say this. So I'll tell you a little story about Green Bay and then we can move on. I got to have a tour from the, uh, head of sales and marketing at, at uh, the Green Bay Packers. I got to have a tour of Lambeau Field. I got to have a full tour. Right. Which is pretty much like you walk around, they're like talking about the history and it's, it's cool. You go above the thing, you know, like you're like looking, you're in the suites and like you look at the mm-hmm. field and I didn't realize Lambeau is all uh, bench seating. Mm. It's bleachers, right? Yeah. So there's no chairs. Wow. Yeah. And you could, it's all the original bowl from when they built it in the fifties. So like not mm-hmm. early Packers, but like early enough. Is it kind and of, it, is it sunken or is it below ground a little bit? It you know? feels very low. It feel, okay. I don't know if it's below ground, but it feels yeah. very low. It's like a full bowl. And then it's been built up over yeah. time with, like, right. with luxury boxes. And they've added like, you know, seats or whatever to try to like increase capacity. I think it's like around 80,000 now as like full capacity. Uh, but the kicker of the tour, the best part, the thing that they really like get you on is that they, <laughs> they play, it's very cool. They play this like recording, like this guy, like is like suddenly he hits this button mm-hmm. and the garage door opens. And there, then they like, there's an announcer. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, your 2022 green Bay Packers. And the fucking tunnel just goes crazy. It's super loud. 
And then they open up the door and you actually get to run through the home team tunnel onto Lambo. Okay. Great. You don't think that's cool? I've never been in a tunnel. Have you been in a tunnel? I mean, besides like in, in places we've worked, <laughs> but I've never like got to go onto a field. You're, wow, uh, you're, you, yeah. hate Green, you hate Green Bay so much. Yeah, I kind of, they kind of annoy me. Of course they do. Cause like, it seems they're, that's they're, a very college right. thing, recruiting thing to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a little, I mean, that's I know that's all they got. That's what it was. I know. I don't know. I don't. Oh, the naysayer. I, yeah, thought it, I, I thought it was cool. My, yeah. maybe I'm, Did you run and like scream with like, your fist in the of air? Of course like, I pumped. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. carry a big giant American flag. Too? I did a cross, a chop, a, a crotch chop. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I said, uh, suck, just suck it. Cheese heads. <laughs> to answer your question. Yeah. I actually, because I worked for the Seahawks for a year. So, um, I got to go all over the, it was still the kingdom actually. So I got to go all over the kingdom and, um, I was down on the field, I think a little bit during some of the games, but not much. Cause I had to be up in the booth, like, uh, monitoring like stats and some of the broadcast, the in-house broadcasting and stuff, but which was the lamest thing to do because you can't actually watch the game. You can't pay attention to the game because you have to be paying attention to everything else around you. And I was watch. like, I don't, I don't want to work during an, an actual football game. I want to watch the football game. You're a little too hoity-toity for me, I think. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I'm just a normal simpleton out here having yeah, cheese you're, curds you, and getting excited about You're a very Green Bay guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say this. It is very, dis- like, it's, uh, it's disarming for people when they're like, because everyone, they just assume we're all here from New York. And so when I tell mm-hmm. people I'm from Pittsburgh, like, they get, a, they're like, they lighten up. They're like, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He's one of us. See, they... That's see that's bullshit though because they they get offended when you're like why Green Bay and they're like why not and you're they're like oh you're not from New York like no not everybody's from fucking New York man you chill just, the fuck out dude you're so aggressive <laughs> <laughs> fucking Green Bay yeah I mean I believe me by well, the time, God's football man by, come on by, by the you time I high horse by the time I leave here I think there's going to be a definite uh, fuck Green Bay sentiment it's starting to creep in everyone's yeah. getting already a little tired of the people yeah. we're dealing with. Yeah. We still have to be here for a longer, like a longer period of time. I'm Are you hopeful. Even doing anything in Green Bay? Is there it's like a, stuff to do? Oh no, I'm just working twenty four seven. Great. Yeah, I've, I've, I, I went out the first night and had a nice dinner ish. I guess. Uh, I think I, I think I have a. I did have a steak. Yeah, I did have mm. a steak. It wasn't a steakhouse, but I had a steak. Oh, okay. It was. A, it was like a Bruce place. Chris? I wish. No, it was a place mm. called Chive. Uh, it was fun. It was fine. Um, yeah. I will say the uh, uh, we have AJ Dillon coming to the to the space uh, oh. on Sunday. Cool. So I'll let you know how that goes. Do you want an mm-hmm. AJ Dillon autograph? Uh, no, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. I don't really it? care about autographs. I never no, have. No one does. But can I have a? No, 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 no. People do. Like you and I, maybe not. Like most of the people we know, probably not. But people are fucking insane about getting autographs and that kind of, and pictures like i don't i don't i don't need a picture next to some football player i, I don't know how famous he is i don't want russell wilson's picture you know like or his autograph i just i don't care I, when i was a kid i used to send baseball cards to players yeah, I think for I autographs yeah uh but then i think i realized like i don't know what to do with that like what do you right. do like, you, yeah you just well you're supposed to collect them? them and right or yeah show them to people and be like i'm gonna make money at some point in 50 years i don't know this aj dylan i'm excited to meet him i think no, it's, like, um, i would seems like a i'd nice be excited guy. sort of yeah like that kind of thing yeah but I, I don't you don't need to get an autograph for me i'm not gonna okay you sure yeah get one for roscoe or something 
Well, I'm going to get one for one of the, 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 one of the, my Canadian cousins is a big green bag. Oh, so there you go. Nice. I'm definitely going to hook him up. He's bringing some Rowie? gloves. Yeah. No, not Roey, Ben. Oh, okay. Yeah. Roey's a Panther. I took Rowie. a 50, 50 shot. That was great. Roey likes, <laughs> Roey likes the, pa- the Panthers. Weirdly, Roey also likes the, oh, great. you can box. get the Sam Darnold the autograph then. <laughs> Sam Darnold's going to be doing autographs at like one of those like 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 football comms. Yeah, or, you know, like if they have yeah. those like yeah. sport, like it's like a, yeah. it's like a comic con, but like <laughs> the super low budge ones that go to like like outskirts of town where yeah, it's like, like D list actors or something. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, it's yeah, like yeah, I was like yeah. I I was the voice of Chucky in Child's Play <laughs> Seven. Come meet Dean Whitson. <laughs> Nobody shows up. <laughs> Who? <laughs> How much is this autograph? Four dollars. Yeah. That's gonna be Sam Darnold. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. two-time NFL starter Sam Darnold. <laughs> it's a wrap for Darnold. <laughs> That's so true. I know. Like, there's I nothing know. really more to I say. Know. Like I know. Yeah. <laughs> one time, one time, first-round draft pick mm, Sam Darnold. Yeah. Former first round, yeah, yeah, yeah. He isn't, yeah. There's nothing you can't there's tack nothing. anything on no. onto that. Nope. Um, did you watch the Oscars? You want to talk about that at all? Or you is that? I did. I didn't, but I kind of do want to talk about. It. And I don't really care about the slap, okay, or anything necessarily. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't. It was actually great. It was entertaining, and 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 the proof. And so the, the thing did I you watch it. You watch. I didn't watch nope, the. Oscars. I didn't watch okay, it. No, okay. we didn't. We like we and wanted to kind of watch a little bit of it, but you watch five minutes. You're like, all right, this is boring as hell. Like so this is. Long. It's so long. It's boring. Those six acceptance speeches are so terrible. And it's like who cares? It's, the anymore? problem is, is that movies suck. So that then it's like, who do you care about? Why do you care about awards? Like I watched King Richard. That movie yeah, is I know. pure trash. I know, I know, I know. You don't like it, whatever. It's fine. We don't have to get into it again. Well, I think we, I think we should say that I was right, and that it, like he, like it sealed the deal. Like it just yeah. sealed the deal. Anyway, go ahead. Wait. Okay. Anyway, so th- my problem was the after effect of everyone's outrage about this, and how he like should have his Oscar stripped or n- should have been thrown out, or they tried to, and whatever, blah blah blah. It's like people have done far worse things. As actors, they're not good people. We ha- we t- we hold them in too high regard. Mm, you know, for all this nonsense, like they they're all full of themselves. They all sit there in black ties and like think they're like they're there's something to they're they're we put them all on a pedestal. Like we're, they're supposed to be what what society is, strives for, and it's like that's utter bullshit. I mean, there's all Roman Polanski. There's the other what's the uh, Van Zant guy, I think the director what, guy what's who's wrong with, think, what's wrong, what's wrong with Roman Polanski? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like all these things, and like the, the worst now, everyone's outraged because a guy slapped another guy. Like, come on, stop it! But the the biggest thing here is everyone's trying to say like they, they ruined the Oscars. This ruined the Oscars. Like this, like the Oscars, it was a perfect night. It's the best and, thing that happened at the Oscars in fucking a hundred yeah, years. Exactly. And yeah. the one thing, someone actually proved this with, uh, with the statistics or the metrics of this. And it said the viewership went up by 600,000 people, or I don't think percentage, but I think people after, after that, that happened. Yeah. Right. And everyone's like, oh, the ratings were terrible. And this is, and this is why and it's actually, no, this has actually increased your ratings. The ratings were bad before this happened. Like, so just everybody get off their fucking high horse about the fucking Oscars and its, and its importance. Well, so it's, it's a stupid you, fucking award show for no have, reason at all, a, for, except for vanity. I have a theory 
that without Twitter and without like these like multi-camera yep. angles and all this yep. other shit, yep. this just gets buried. It would have been yep. like they it was a joke mm -hmm. and we would have always been kept in the dark. But because yeah. there was all this other content, it was like it was this is actually what happened. And for me, that's the best part of this is like this is the moment where we're not being lied to. Because you know when you're being lied to when they're like, mm -hmm. it was a joke. Was it a joke? Wasn't a joke. Yeah. And you know the answer. It wasn't a fucking joke. But right. you can't prove it. They can't gonna, cover this up. Right. That's they the can't sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Right. And it would have been covered up. So the conspiracy theorist in me is like, this is finally an example of like technology and like instant news, like Twitter working in favor of people getting the actual story of what happened. Now mm -hmm. they're still trying to muddy the waters. We kicked, we were going to kick him out. We were going to fucking right. like, strip him of his Oscar, like blah, blah, blah. Like, and that's just like, that's just like the Oscars or media or whoever like trying to spin yes exactly because they but, didn't do goddamn thing in the moment and they weren't going to ever no. they were never going to do anything and they don't because they don't actually care about these people well, i don't even in any they, shape or form i don't know if it's that they don't even care about them i think that the bigger thing is like acting or entertainment is the biggest export product we have in the united states it's literally our last influence over mm. on the global like landscape and economy so like mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do like it's a night of celebration for like our biggest industry for facing forward which is hollywood it's just right. stupid so like these are our biggest assets they're never gonna fucking kick will smith out and that was the proof is like yeah. he was sitting there he went on, on stage slapped a comedian for saying a boring joke and it was like that's fine yeah. Like that's really like yeah. that's fine. There's no, yeah, there's no, there's no security team there like waiting yeah. off stage like if yeah. something happens like yeah. they, there's no. It, it's just it's 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 kind of it's just a joke. It's actually yeah. they're it's a joke of themselves. And they it, should have what they should have. They should have the NCAA <laughs> like give a like a, a like a a fine and a and a repercussions to Will Smith like they did for Jawan Howard. They're like you can't act until March. And but you could come back and still be on, like you know whatever the the next like, yeah. Netflix special or whatever the fuck. I just perfect. I just like it, to more to your point originally, and, and this is I think this is this with with sports and this kind of is the, the parallel right is like Ray Rice. There was an outrage with Ray Rice because there was video right. Deshaun Watson. Nothing's really happening yeah, and everything's yeah. okay because there's no video and there's no yeah. actual you know, Great proof. Point. Great tech point. proof. Great point. Right? This is the same thing. If like you're, if there was no video of this, people wouldn't be as outraged. People wouldn't be saying this was a th this was a violence and it was a threat on everybody in the in the in the in the building and all these things. And it was like he could have killed him. It was like man, sl open hand slapped him. I know he didn't even like, hit him that hard. It's like what. He didn't like, even hit him that hard. He didn't even almost like fell down himself. You know, it was yeah. like Chris, Chris Rock was even like. Ow! Yeah, I know he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, he was more shocked that he got slapped. I think than than actually got hit. Will Smith likes to slap people. I saw like yeah, other videos where he like yeah. slap. He's always reporter or whatever. The guy, well, the guy did try to like kiss him for no reason or something. I know, but like he was all over him. But weird that you're you like because you don't want it because it's different. Like if you punch the guy, I think that's I think that's a bigger act of violence than just open hand slap. Hundred percent. But it's right? just a weird move. I would never. It's also like it. with Jawan Howard when everyone's like, oh, he punched him. It's like whoa, 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 no, he didn't punch him. He open hand slapped him, and he, I think he, I think consciously to some degree, he was like. I can't punch this dude. So I'm just going to mash his face with my hand. Yeah. I like to slap aside the head. Yeah. Like a dad. <laughs> like that's a good slap. <laughs>
It's like a yeah, like what the fuck? Ow, and you're yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those, I think those my dad need, did that to me a couple times. So I was like, what the fuck? Those need to come back. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> they just kind of give you a little bit. They ring your bell just a tiny bit. Can we can we stay on movies? Yeah, sure. Let's please do. Because I watched do. three movies in the last week. Okay. And I have some strong thoughts about them. Busy. Okay. <laughs> well, I watched two of them with my wife. Okay. The third one, I'll, I'll because I think you'll enjoy it, and I, uh, it's a recommendation. Okay. Uh, licorice pizza? Have you watched this? No, but I like the way you said it, like in Italian. Licorice pizza. I, I like pizza. I like it. I like it. It's okay. You, I'm married in Italian. You held your hand. Like <laughs> it was, it was very big... Italian themed movies this week because I also watched a House of Gucci. <laughs> ah, a House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Which, which House, House of Gucci? Gucci? Let's go with House of Gucci first because that was actually fun. It's a it's a ridiculous movie. I I don't know if they're trying to romp. Is it a romp, Chris? It's it's it's. It, I kind of think it was satire in a way. It's Ridley Scott, right? So it's already. I love. Ridley and I think he Scott. was just like, hey, let everyone just kind of do a fake Italian accent, and we'll go with it, and we'll all have like American or British actors, right? And we're not really taking the Italian part seriously. Is it a which, movie about I, Gucci? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's Lady Gaga. It's uh, Adam Driver. Um, God, it's, it's it was kind Pacino. of it was, it's Pacino, right? It's, it's whole, Jeremy Irons who I can't plays watch like the, this movie. It's 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 just if you don't take it seriously, it's fun. Okay, Jared Leto's in it, and he does this. He does it. Everyone's like comparing him to sort of like uh, uh, Mario Brothers. Like the accent. what isn't he in? Isn't he like he's he, I, like I don't know, but he sounds to me he sounds more like Christopher Walken trying to do an okay. Italian accent, which is okay. really great. Okay, <laughs> and it's kind of fun. And throughout the whole movie, I think he he does this he does this like catchphrase line where he just keeps going, boof. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Oh, oh, I really god. enjoyed it actually. Okay, it was really once I got past that like this. Okay, this isn't supposed to be super you're not supposed to take this super seriously i don't think okay. i think it's an unintentionally kind of funny okay or intentional so it's, it's it's more entertaining and it's okay. it's actually it's kind of fun it sounds like you hated licorice pizza licorice pizza i didn't and it's it's uh paul thomas anderson yeah, it's philip seymour hoffman's kid right oh is it yeah oh yeah that's the whole thing yeah he kind of annoys me <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. and the and the and the the female lead is that one of the Haim sisters, the band. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I hate that band. Yeah, I, I don't really know them. It was um, the movie just seemed like uh, he just kept he kept having like ideas for like scenes, and he kept trying to like tie it all together. And it's like this weird movie. It's like she's twenty five, he's fifteen, and they fall in love, kind of. And it's really kind of gross and it's not, it's back in the seventies and it's like, this isn't really a sweet movie that you think it is anymore. Like it's, it's not, it's like, why would you be with a 15 year old dude who's a former actor? It just like the whole movie just didn't make sense to me. Right. And then okay. there's this big like, uh, thing with Bradley Beal comes in like three quarters of the way through Bradley Beal, the basketball player. Oh, sorry, Bradley Beal, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> oh no. I bet yeah. that I'm out. I it's just, I, it, I like the whole movie just didn't make sense. I, it I, didn't make sense. Anytime he rears his ugly head, I'm out. I don't like him in anything. I just, he just, he's like an everyday guy that clearly isn't an everyday guy. Like, yeah, that's he's great vibe. in some things. He's other things. Whatever. Like, the, yeah, this whole movie, the whole movie though, is just, it's just like, I, it just, nothing made sense. Nothing fit together. 
the story, there was no story, right? It was just sort of like, was and I usually long? like Paul Thomas Anderson's movies. Yeah, it was long. It was long. Yeah. It was like two and a half hours, almost three this hours, whole, maybe. This whole thing is always about being, like, I watched Magnolia recently, and I was like, fuck, this movie is long. Like, mm. it's so long. Like, I, I didn't quite enjoy that one. I, lo- I, lo- I loved it in the moment. I think I liked it less. It's, a, it's like the sum of its parts aren't great, but the parts it themselves are great. Like, yeah, I think that's what Philip this one was trying Hoffman's to be. awesome, and, and so is the... Who's the guy that Steve Brule? Dr. Brule, what's his name? Uh, John C. Riley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. fantastic in it. Like, there's... Yeah. Uh, like, everybody's doing these great parts, but I wonder if Licorice Pizza has the same... Kind of. There's, there's just not as many uh, of those, like, he, he... Like, John C. Riley's in it for, like, 10 seconds he yeah. plays like herman munster really um yeah it's like i got a convention really? and he's just and he barely he's not even it's he's like kind of off in like back of screen or back of the shot so he's kind of like off the side a little bit you could hear him but you hear his voice and you're like oh that's john c Riley. and other than that and it's, it's like bradley cooper and then there's um there's a couple other people so it's not it, it doesn't feel like a traditional Anderson kind of a movie with, with the actors and stuff. All right. So, those, go for so, something different. so if Don't you're going to rank those two, rank the top rank, you'd say Gucci. Oh, house. I would watch house of Gucci a hundred more times before I'd watch Licorice speech a thousand more times before I would okay. never watch Licorice speech again. I like Gucci. Say, I, I, like might, you say, Gucci. I like you say Licorice pizza. Licorice pizza. Now the movie I, I want you to watch. Yes. Uh, I just watched it. I had it recorded a while back, and I never, I never got. To I it love until... that you DVR. It's so funny to me. Yeah, I love, well, it's great. It's so I great. know. I, can, I know. Yeah. Um, You're the last DVR. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's a documentary. I think it was through AMC, the the TV channel AMC. Uh-huh. But it's called uh, Horror Noir. Oh, and it's a it's a history of uh, was black was. <laughs> <laughs> It's true black <laughs> horror films. Horse? Horse. Horse. <laughs> oh, Chris. Man, am I getting a New York accent? I don't know what the fuck you're... Like, I don't know I what language a, you are I speaking. think it's a Long Island accent, actually. I don't know what language you're speaking. Go ahead. <sighs> so it's Black Noir. Yeah. A history of, of black horror movies. <laughs> horror. horror. My coffee. Sorry, I gotta have a sip of coffee. This <laughs> is like... I feel like I'm... I feel I like I'm having a stroke <laughs> and I'm not hearing words right. It's not... You're... You have the same thing as Bruce Willis? Oh, Jesus, dude. <laughs> Too soon. God. Sorry. Wow. Who's, who's, oh, who's, another thing. Who's That's why right? Hollywood fucking sucks because everyone's like, oh, Bruce Willis, whatever. Are Fuck we in a years. body switch movie right now? Yeah, why? why yeah. What's happening? Okay. Freaky God. Friday. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. It's a, it's a, it's like a two hour, like documentary, uh, like a TV, TV documentary though. So it's, I mean, it's not like whatever. Anyway, it's good. It's really good. It's I about like a lot. the history of black horror, like Blackula, like those, like, the, yeah, the okay, right. Good. Exactly. But it, but it starts from, like from the beginning in silent films and, and, and it, cause it, it sort of takes its roots from, from just, you know, black people in movies mm. from the beginning basically and how uh, the trail like the and stuff trope, too. There's the trope. There's like. The right. black person dies first. Yeah, that, right. Yeah. Which is which they kind of dispel a little bit in it for yeah. the most part. And um, but it, it just is Kincaid in it from Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah, uh, he might be. Favorite, actually. He's one of my favorite 
a black horror act. He might uh, be, so, but they talk a lot. They they interview a lot of like actors and and directors and stuff who who have made the movies, black movies, and uh, who are all black people. So it's 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 Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. No, he's not in it. No, he's not in it. Do they do? It's tales? more guys that you're like, oh, I, I know, like Tony Todd. Tales from Tony the Todd's in it. Yeah, um, yeah they kind of do stuff like that. Okay. Um, it's really great if you can find it. And check it's worth i think it's worth watching well, i guess i needed a dvr I don't, i'll have to watch find it on like youtube or something yeah you'll, yeah you can find it i'm sure somewhere you can download it somewhere all right it's really good though it's really well done and it's really informative and they explain a lot of stuff and then they, you know they kind of lead into like how all this kind of helped shape and form get out yeah and, and how they use those tr- and they sort of like are turning the, the sort of the tropes on their heads uh and or getting you know like things are getting better uh, for them to be able to make movies um so they talk with, about the the black the black horror movie watching experience at all like how it's like totally different than like go, like if you go to a horror movie in a black neighborhood versus going to a movie in a white neighborhood oh yeah 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 they actually do talk about how they're yeah. like talking to the tv and yeah it's a total it's way more fun like it's just a whole more yeah. fun experience like that yeah I, right and so yeah and so they actually they talk about how they do that they they uh, like in the last kind of 20 years or something now too that they they sort of incorporate that into the movies where they're right. like, well, a black person would never walk through that door because they know, yeah. right? Or I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm getting the fuck out of the house. Yeah. So they're like they're incorporating that into their movies now, they said and stuff, you know. So it's like they're not being the stupid actions of people's in horror movies that, that we're used to of, of yeah. like, yeah, right? You're That's like, I'm awesome. scared of shit, but I'm going to walk into that haunted house. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I will check out this movie. It's cool. Um, yeah. Chris, and, they t- I- and they like, they break down like films. Like they, they talk about how, like, um, like the original Candyman like the whole actual one of your favorites yeah like the messaging and the and the, and the structures of, of Candyman, like what it actually means represents and like a lot of movies they tried to make them have like more context and deeper meanings and stuff and then like the studios would like cut half of it out well that's because clive barker is amazing he the original writer and director of Candyman, right and how he was in he influenced horror movie or in a in a more like level horror, playing field because he was a he was a an out gay man in an uh, otherwise super hetero dominated field so i think yep. that like anything clive barker is associated with always feels a little bit more advanced especially mm-hmm. for the 80s and early 90s mm-hmm. in, the, yep. in the realm of horror field like i don't know if you've ever seen nightbreed but it's basically like it it takes place from like the vantage point of the monster and why like everybody like they're just like why does everybody hate mm, us yeah we can't help being monsters right very right. good yeah that's um cool. i love horror so thank you for, right. i will watch this um it's yeah. great let's quickly wave goodbye to john clayton since we're talking about something not un, unrelated completely <laughs> i was i was devastated i love john clayton and i I, it was the one lasting thing I enjoyed about Pittsburgh sports talk radio was that he would come on once a week. He's a Braddock guy, grew up in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Is it uh, close? Yeah. Yeah. The Braddock's like a, a, we wouldn't call it a suburb because it's mm. a hellhole, but. Um, township? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, a township maybe even. Uh, it's, it's just like, it's right there. Uh, yep. But he's a, so it was cool to always have, like, I think because he was from Pittsburgh, you always got to have like he would come on and like mm-hmm. give give the like normally I don't think he would for anything a city that he wasn't associated with like he Seattle. Actually, he actually like, did it. A lot. He did it for Denver. He would do he it did. for a lot of places because he knew everybody. Yeah, and there were stories of him like even people like random just reporters and stuff who would be on the football like covering football and he would come up to them like before the game and they were like 
and he was like, Hey, I'm John Clayton. Like I, you know, and he would, he would reach out to them and, and talk to them and stuff. And they were like, how do you even know who I am? So he, he would know people who were just sort of new to the industry and he would already know them because he was so thorough and so detailed about everything. It's just crazy. Cause you listen to these you get knuckleheads on like Pittsburgh sports radio and like, they just change their tone entirely. Like mm-hmm. they're trying much harder when they're talking mm-hmm. to him and yeah. like, like yeah. he never, he doesn't change. Like he's just him. He's you just know? him. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, I, I've listened, literally have listened to him since the early nineties. Me too. I was one of my favorite. He's up there with Jason Stark. Like John Clayton is probably my favorite sports figurehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't read a ton of his writing in recent years, but uh, he hasn't, he doesn't, he doesn't written a lot. He, yeah. he, he would do like an article once a month for like the Washington post right? And for some, somewhere in Den for one of the Denver papers too. I think they, they were bringing him on, but like I in Seattle, to, he would I do used to like read him all little, the time. Yeah. Right. He used to write for the Tacoma news tribune and he was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then that was how he was so good there that they increased their budget enough where he was becoming a national football reporter through the See, I think news that, I think that like I was reading him because I, we would get Spokane. What, what's the paper? That, Spokesman we, review. The Spokesman review on the weekends. That was our mm. big, that was our, my, my parents would get, nice. so we'd get the Sunday Spokesman review. Yeah. And I think they syndicated. Him, yeah. I think probably too. In the yeah. Spokesman review. Yeah. yeah. So that was like, and then that's how he propelled himself to ESPN and stuff. And then like, and then he was doing like inside the huddle and he like, um, like Schefter and Mortensen, all those guys wouldn't, wouldn't, I don't think exist without John Clayton. No, I think he follows in the line of like, he's football, Peter Gammons, like, he's yeah, super smart. And like, yeah. does, is a, he's, he's not highly attractive. He's an older, yeah. like more like yeah. he's a nerd versus he's yeah. a nerd. Yeah. And like, and like, it's just like, they have to like write and be smart and be connected in order yep. to like jump yep. past the fucking Mel Kuypers of the world who are just like fucking <laughs> shtick has a shtick. They didn't have a shtick. These guys didn't have yeah. a shtick. These were old school journalists. Yeah. Who, who got on TV and, and, and who were really good at their job. And I think the um, beauty of, of Clayton and, and Gammons is that he's that doesn't do the grumpy he, thing. Yeah. Well, and they're also, they were never, they never became shills like Schefter. Yeah. Right. And like, and they would never sell it and they would, they wouldn't just take, you know, from agents or owners of teams and just, you know, broadcast whatever they wanted them to say for, right. you know, for whatever back room agreement that they had of, you know, getting the first getting information. Like everyone respected John Clayton. We're like, I think they worked within his rules and he would never waver on his, his, his ethics and etiquette of, of reporting. I wonder what, I, I didn't know he was sick. And I was like, nobody, nobody really right? knew. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody really did. Except for if you, I, cause I would still listen to Seattle sports radio. So if you kind of listened to him in the last year or something, you were like, he doesn't sound that good. Really? He would like cough a lot and he would, uh, <laughs> which was kind of a joking way on the show. Cause they were like, all right, John, you need a minute. Like, should we, you know, you need some water. Like, yeah. you know, this, this whole thing, but, dying, go fuck yourself. Yeah. But he <laughs> wouldn't, I, I don't, but the, the problem was like, from what I was reading, he wouldn't, he would never go to the doctor. He would never. Oh, really? Yeah. He was one of those guys. And he also take, he was taking care of his wife who had like MS or something too. Jesus. So like he would stop, like sh- he would stop shows like halfway through. He's like, I gotta go. And he's like, she's like, she, I think she, I got to call an ambulance or something. And he was always so like matter of fact about it, which is really like weird. Cause he was like, ah, I gotta go. She's, she's having an emergency or something. We're like, Jesus Christ, man, what yeah. the fuck's going on here? So, yeah. yeah. And he's like, Oh, she's in the hospital again. I, I, I gotta go visit her or something. It's like, fuck man, John, wow. Jesus. Anyway, he was a good dude. I, he's one of those guys I grew up listening to and still did and still, you know, enjoyed listening to him on the radio and stuff um, with all this databases and stuff that he would. 
Well, I hope this recorded because I think I think that was like one of our best uh, RIPs. Like I, I, I'll, I'll miss him, and I think yeah. that the, I think that the yeah. football it was legit. writing, it was a legit broadcast RIP. world. Yeah, we legitimized <laughs> RIP. I don't know which wrestler's birthday it is today. We still haven't figured out that one. Yeah, uh, can I quickly just do a uh, t- couple of WNBA things, uh, and then we'll jump into our final four bets, and that's a wrap. Uh, it's less WNBA, although I am excited. WNBA draft is uh, April 11th. Uh, yeah. And I just thought it was interesting. I looked, I was just uh, quickly doing like uh, players, WNBA players who are a uh, list of players for renouncing NCAA ability to op- opt in for consideration of the t- 2022 NBA draft. Uh, the list is probably 150 players, mm. which is incredible. Like that just shows you how many players want to be WNBA players? How mm-hmm. many college players are like, think like are coming out early to be eligible in an, uh, like in a league that does not have enough teams to supply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what do they have 12 teams. Yeah. And the, I think there's probably it's easily a hundred people who have declared early. Yeah. That's without like the big names that are, that right. are seniors that are coming out. Right. Um, last night I was watching the, uh, which is college- scary. Cause there's only three rounds. Yeah, yes, there's three. Yeah, it's, it's, there's no, there's no, there's no. Yeah, players. a lot of people are. Hopefully, they can either go back to school or do something else. Like right. That, I don't know. So I was watching the the uh, the three point the college three point contest, which I think is cool because they they put guys against girls. And uh, Kendall Spray oh. was. The, do you know Kendall Spray? No, dude. Kendall Spray is the most lights out shooter I've ever seen. She's a she's a grad student at Florida Gulf Coast University. She played at Clemson, but she like went to Florida Gulf Coast for an extra year. Nice. She won this shit. Like I've never seen anyone more automatic in my, in her shot in my wow. entire life. Okay. She's awesome. She's like not a typical, she's not what you would expect from a, a college basketball player of that caliber. She's more what you would expect from a college basketball player. Like that was just like the local high school star. Like she's from St. Peter's. Very, She's very, un- yeah, she's very unassuming and great. I hope she gets a chance to make it to play in the WNBA because she was like, just so lights out. She's first all time three point attempts, second all time three points made in college history. Oh. I've never heard of her. Yeah. And she's really nice. Like, like as a nice, she gives a good interview. She's a nice person. Okay. The other player that I think everyone is more on the, on like is aware of because she's playing in the final four is Cameron Brink. Uh, who is the gigantic uh, center, or I think she might be a stretch forward for uh, Stanford Cardinal. I don't know if you know mm. about Cameron Brink, but she grew up, she's the goddaughter of the Currys. Her families oh. are super close. Oh, is that why super he keeps going to watch their games? Probably. She, yeah, yeah, they're besties. Steph and Cameron grew up together. Like they're okay. close. Cameron is like so tall. And apparently she had like a lot of like interpersonal issues, like, becoming so tall but it would just mm. happen to be that her families all knew the curries and so like it worked out in her benefit she's got an awesome game she's got she's she, she's super dedicated to the sport she's going to be an amazing WNBA player i like i can't wait to nice. watch her um and she's in the final four so and i think that they're playing tonight right tonight? yeah yeah i think that the whole th- like like UConn, I fucking hope Stanford beats UConn. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, I really hope they do. I hope Cameron Brink gets like the shine of playing in the national championship, and I hope she I would, goes. I would love to see a repeat of. Wasn't it South Carolina or was it yeah. UConn Stanford last year? Was it or South Carolina Stanford? It was South Carolina Stanford. I yeah, think. right. And yeah. Stanford won, right? Yeah, yeah. I would so, love to see a rematch of that. Actually, me too. 
I, I can't watch basketball tonight and I'm super bummed because I would love to watch those games. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm getting excited for the WNBA season. Good. Uh, nice. Yeah. We'll give us something to talk about for Christ's yeah. sake. So final four bets, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. in men's, I have three outstanding out there. Literally okay. any team can win the NCAA. I've hedged so hard that literally any team can win the NCAA tournament, <laughs> but Nova, which means Nova is certain to win. Uh, I put a $63 bet on UNC to win the championship. Ah, I like in it. February. That pays $9,675 if they win the title on a $63 <laughs> bet. It was plus 25000 That's definitely not going to hit. Thank you, Coach K. So that's going to be, that's a sad reality of my life, but mm, it's fun. No, man. UNC is playing probably the best of all these teams right now. Yeah. Duke, you can actually make an argument Duke too in the tournament. They've been, yeah, they've been pretty good, they've I guess. But uh, dude, I don't know, man. Carol, I, I, I know what you mean. I, I feel you, it's it, going to hurt. The feeling is that it's going to be Duke and they're going to win the whole thing and yeah. it's a send off and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I don't know. Kansas is actually. The first time in a long time, they seem legit. I so I I work with the Kansas guy. He's been on my ass about Kansas. He said put money on them like at the beginning of the tournament. I so saw like at the thirty-two round, I put them on at plus six hundred. Okay. So I've got a pretty good. I like that's my other good bet. And then I just hedged the shit out of Duke when fucking <laughs> like I just went all like I did like a twenty-team parlay to try to like like bump up the number to like I think it's like plus three ten or something like that. Oh. Okay. on a hedge with Duke. And mm-hmm. I just can't give my money to Villanova because I fucking hate that. Like, I know. I, it, they're, like, they're... like Honestly, anybody but Nova. Like, I'd even handle Duke at this point because like, it would be fine with me for Coach K to go out like right. that baller. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. uh, then I don't have to worry about them anymore. And thank fucking Christ Gonzaga's not in it. Like, just thank God. Thank God. Honestly, thank God. Th- is it, like, this, they were so overrated. Like, how awesome is it that we have a final four where every team is like a blue chip, like has great coaching, good history. No one's going to fucking turn like the championship into a slog like Gonzaga this year. Like it's going to be like even Duke, Kansas would be exciting or mm-hmm. UNC Nova, like mm-hmm. all any of these matchups. Like I think they're like, we're, we're, we actually may have a fun championship. UNC Nova would be a repeat from what, five years ago or whatever. Great. Remember when yeah. the Villanova? That'd be oh, kind of cool. Was Nova, Nova won like last. Yeah, the half court right? shot. Yeah. yeah. Was that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was Jenkins. Yeah. So, I mean, if UNC goes to the fucking championship game, I'm going to be shitting my pants. <laughs> like to, to win 10K on a $63 that'd bet. Be, be like incredible. just stupid. It's just stupid. Phenomenal. Yeah. Might happen. So, might happen. We'll see. I doubt it. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Like, who do you think? I, I don't think I have a. Uh, I don't have a thought like, yeah, I, 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 well, I'm always been a Carolina fan, so I'm, I am rooting for them. Me too. Um, but I, I sort of, yeah, I kind of, well, I, I, I hate Duke. I hate Duke too. I guess Kansas, and I've never been a Kansas guy, but I, I guess I wouldn't mind seeing Kansas win too or something. I think I like, I, don't, I, I just don't care. I, I really don't care. This whole tournament, I just haven't been into it. And I've like, I've watched some games, but I, I like, I'm just not in years I, past. I'm I was fortunate crazy enough. for it. I was fortunate enough to be like flipping through and put on the last 12 minutes of St. Peter's Kentucky. Yeah. And so like, and I caught that wave. So that was really fun. So then I watched all the St. Peter's games after that. And I have to say like, that was just, it just made me so happy because I love Jersey city. 
Right. Like if it was another town, I don't think I'd care as much, but like, I just love Jersey city. I love how mayor Fulop is like just up their asses. Like there's a parade for them today at two o'clock of course, in is. Jersey city. And it's like, I just like, that's legit. Like I would go, yeah. I would give anything that's to fun. there today, you know, that's like fun. I, and it's yeah. more than like fun. Like it's more than just like the cinder, like they're the Cinderella forever. They made it to the mm-hmm. fucking grade eight. Mm-hmm. They did like they went, they, and they thought they could make it to the final four. Like they really, I think really thought are. that they could do it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, uh, that's, that to me is the best story, but like, I didn't, I, uh, I haven't enjoyed watching much of the college basketball to be honest. No, I, I haven't either. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, Chris, it's yeah. been a great show. Super show. <laughs> Lots of tips. <laughs> we really got through it. We did. Lots of tips. Um, I, uh, this is probably going to sound bad, and you may actually never hear this, but if you do, that's great. We did something medium right. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you were right. going to say something bad. <laughs> no, no. I'm a nice guy. You're the mean guy today. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. All right. Good show. All right. Talk to you Have next fun week. in Green Bay. Bye. All right. Thanks, buddy.